Welcome to the Employee Safety Podcast from Alert Media. We provide business professionals with insights and ideas for protecting their people from the vast array of threats facing organizations today. Each week, you'll hear advice and best practices from an experienced safety leader. Here's your host, Peter Steinfeld. Hey there, I hope you're having a safe and productive week. Longtime listeners of the show may recall that around this time last year, we aired an episode on Alert Media's inaugural State of Employee Safety Report, which we commissioned to shed light on a topic we all feel passionate about, how employees perceive safety in the workplace, and what organizations can do to make them feel better prepared and informed. Today, I'm excited to share the results of our 2023 research, which reflect feedback from more than 2,000 American workers across a wide range of industries. For the past several weeks, our team has been analyzing the results and compiling the data to provide a summary that I think you'll find incredibly impactful. I invited Matt Palladino, Senior Vice President at the research and insights firm Material, to help break down the data and what it means for organizations. During our conversation, he shares how important safety is to all employee groups and what's changed for them over the past year. You'll definitely want to download the full 2023 State of Employee Safety Report but I'm excited for you to hear a preview of what to expect. Let's dive in. Hey, Matt, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Before I ran into the studio to start recording here, I was actually at a disaster recovery conference where I was giving a quick talk on this topic. In the moment in the presentation where I said, hey, we're going to flip the coin a little bit and talk about safety from the employee perspective, Everyone put their phones down and really started paying attention when I started sharing some of those statistics from our report that we did last year. So super excited to have you on the show today. Great. I'm happy to be here and help represent the voice of the employee for everyone. Excellent. Well, let's start with why the survey is so important. Can you shed some light on that? Yeah, of course. This survey is really important because it's the second year in a row that we've collaborated on this research with Alert Media. And we've been hearing from more than 2,000 employees across the U.S. to understand how they're feeling about these topics. And so while there's a lot of studies out there that address workplace dynamics around how people feel about returning to the office or what benefits matter to them or how they feel about job security, This study really stands out because it focuses on elements of safety specifically. It goes deep on what matters to employees, how they perceive their employer's behaviors, and ways to make employees feel safer when at work today. And even taking a step back from the research itself, it's important to keep in mind the context from which all this is happening in the world today. Even if it's not workplace-specific, events happening more generally can impact people's perceptions. In the last year, we've seen severe weather occurrences, protests, mass shootings, ongoing pandemic issues, and other events. And all these factors play a role in employees' mindsets when they think about their own safety, whether that's in the world or at the workplace itself. Well, safety and security professionals often see the world through a certain lens that the average employee who's not involved in safety does not see the world through those same lenses. So what are some of the high-level themes that you discovered in the research? Yeah, we certainly found some compelling data points that I plan to share with you out today. One thing that's important to start with, though, and it's probably not too surprising, is that safety is the number one priority for working Americans. It's foundational, it's table stakes, and it's something all employees expect their employers to care about. But there is a tension here, and while employees think it's very important, they feel their organizations are falling short on safety efforts. 
Essentially, we see a sharp contrast between how employees feel and how they think their employers feel about safety. In fact, while most employees rank their physical safety and mental health the top priority at work, they believe their employers care about productivity above everything else. Ooh, well, that's not good. There just seems to be a huge disconnect. Why do you think that is? Yeah, it's not good at all, and it's probably based on a couple of things. One thing is that trainings are falling short these days for employees, and so they're not feeling like it's quite as effective as it could be for them, or it's not really resonating with them personally. And I think the other thing might be that communication is not coming through as strongly as it could potentially for employees. You know, these days, there's been so much talk from leadership across organizations around how they're missing financial targets or dealing with layoffs or other business issues that it's possible that some of the safety elements have gotten thrown to the wayside. And I think this provides an opportunity for leaders to really step in, talk about safety, and really make sure that people understand how important it is at their organization. You know, that makes a lot of sense. And like you said earlier, it's either organizations aren't doing the right things or they're just not communicating well about the things they're doing. And I think it's the latter. You know, if you asked me that 40 years ago, I would have said, no, we got a lot of work to do. But a lot of work's been done over 40 years. And I think where we're falling down is in connecting with people in a way that they remember and hear all the things that we are doing for them. Yeah, no, I agree with that fully. It seems like there's a lot of information that employers probably have on hand, but employees just don't quite know about it right now. And we'll talk about some of that stuff, especially as we get into some of the issues around commuting and workplace travel when we start to talk about some of those details. Because what we're seeing is that while organizations probably do have things in place to address a lot of these things, employees just don't know about it right now. Well, let's dive into some of the results. You know, you clearly mentioned that safety is a top priority, which is, I think, obvious to everyone. But what are some of the key data points that support that? What we saw is that even if employees care a lot about safety and it matters too much to them, they don't feel like it's being reciprocated by their employer right now. Ultimately, there's a lot of stats we have in here that kind of showcases those different elements. And a couple of them, one of them being that 71% of employees don't think their employees are following through on safety promises. So they're not getting what they need from what they think their employer has said they're going to do. And we also saw that 64% of employers are not making an active effort to improve training right now, which probably showcases that either things might be stale, out of date, or not really addressing the core needs of what employees care about at the moment. So there's a real chance here to make some changes to make it really more impactful for employees these days. And one thing we saw overall, and that's a pretty alarming stat to me, is that 75% of employees say that safety efforts at their organizations have not been very effective. And this really showcases just how different it is for employees when they're experiencing it. They're not really grasping to the concepts as much as they would like to be. And it presents a real opportunity for employers to change what they're doing and really make sure that the training is connecting with employees more directly. Well, what else is top of mind for employees right now? Yeah, I mean, employees are concerned about a lot of things these days. You know, one of the things that they're worried about is just exactly how dangerous the world is today. 49% of employees think the world is more dangerous today than it was a few years ago. And I think that has a big impact on, obviously, people's livelihoods generally, where they're spending time and mental energy, but also changing what they expect from their employers in the process to make sure that they feel safe when they're doing their jobs. Um, And certainly, there's a lot of different threats out there that people can be concerned about. What we saw from the study itself, that the three biggest ones that rose to the top were around public health emergencies around technology failures, and around severe weather occurrences. And I think what stood out to me about these is that these are not necessarily things that are, quote unquote, the responsibility of employers directly. They can't control the weather. 
They can't control if there's a public health emergency that takes place, but they are being expected to help drive employees to make the right decisions when those moments happen. So even if it is something that's not the quote unquote fault of an employer, they're still being turned to as the experts to help guide employees to make the best decisions they can when those emergencies do arise. Well, let's dig into that just a little bit further. With employees so worried about the state of the world and their safety, what can organizations do to ease some of those fears? It starts a lot with some of the things we've been talking about around having more effective and more current training and also making sure that we're communicating it about it more often. What we saw and kind of that core tension we were talking about at the start of this conversation was around the idea that people think that physical safety is very important to them, but they don't think that their employer feels the same way about it. So what can the organizations really do to make that really come to life for them? And what we saw is that the number one thing employers can do to make people feel better about safety plans and the policies in place is to really make sure that employees are actively talking about it, that employers are addressing those safety efforts more pointedly, and that everyone knows what those policies and what information is available to them right now. So really communicating that and driving that home is going to be a key foundational element of it. But the second thing is getting down to the nuts and bolts of actually telling people what they can do should those things arise and what kind of training they can go through to help relieve that anxiety, relieve that fear. But I think on the flip side, also just drive more trust within organizations as well to make sure that they're showing that they care about their employees. And so providing more regular safety training, conducting emergency drills, also ranks as the number one thing employers could do to help them feel more prepared and to help navigate crises. So there's a lot of opportunities there for employers to jump in, understand what really matters to employees, and make sure that they have the right steps in place to take action when they need to. So it seems to me it's really all about communication. Before, during, and after an incident, the more you communicate with people, the more they feel understood, the more they understand you, and therefore their perception and that gap that you were talking about earlier will start to shrink. For sure. The more communication, better, I think, in this space. And that's a lot of what we heard in the study itself. People want to feel not only that their employer is watching out for them, that they have their best interests in mind, but also that their employer is doing what it needs to do to make sure that if I have something that happens to me personally as an employee, I know what I can do to help myself and help others around me. So it really puts the onus back on the employer to make sure that they're talking about it as much as they can, whether that is via training, whether that's proactive resources available that people could reach out to or reference to make sure that people really feel comfortable and feel safe discussing these topics as well. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing from what you're saying there is that this is something that you can't just do through quarterly trainings. It's got to be embedded in the culture of the organization for people to really feel it. That's kind of the only way to get to this end result. For sure. And I think given this is the number one priority for employees, more generally speaking, I also don't see the harm in communicating it like it is the top priority at your organization. There's a lot of wants and desire from employees to hear about these topics more often. And I think it provides a big opportunity for all leadership to really embody these traits more actively and make sure that their company is living up to the values about how much they do care about their employees. Very good. Well, are there any other big changes that have happened over the last few years that have impacted employees and especially around their perception of safety? What we saw is that as more and more people are traveling for work these days, which is great, people are really excited by it. Ultimately, we're not seeing that people feel safe when doing so. Less than half of them feel extremely safe when they're traveling for work these days. And some of that comes from things like travel disruptions and being delayed at airports. But some of this also comes to just safety precautions they have in place. 
who do they call if something arises and something happens to them while they're on the road? Is it their responsibility or their employer's responsibility? There's just a lot of questions, it seems, from employees based on what we saw in the study itself. And I think that's one of the key takeaways. The whole travel idea here for respondents is that only 41% of them say they believe their employer has a duty to keep them safe when they're commuting or traveling for work. But it is a responsibility all employers have. But there's certainly this disconnect about what employees believe to be their responsibility versus their employers. And I think could provide some really good dialogue between employers and employees when it comes to safety elements specifically, especially if they're looking for new ways to really demonstrate to their staff that they care about them and how they can help keep them safe. Yeah, I think that's a really huge point. This concept of duty of care has really evolved a lot over the last 10 to 20 years, and it accelerated dramatically through COVID. You talk about traveling, but you also have people that are working from home full-time or they have hybrid work arrangements. And the footprint that safety professionals have to be concerned with has grown exponentially. It used to be a, a few facilities or something like that. Now you've got hundreds, thousands of homes that you're curious about. So what is the perception of safety from the employee's view and, you know, in the office versus remote work? Yeah, it's a great question. I think you're touching on a lot of the key elements that we saw in this study here around the dynamics between working at home versus working in an office versus being hybrid and doing both. You know, generally what we saw is that the percentage of people who are working from home these days is roughly the same as it was last year, about 42% from the two studies compared to each other. And one thing that we saw, though, that really jumped out is that people don't feel safe at work quite as much as they do at home. And that might not be super surprising, but I thought it was interesting that 89% of people who are hybrid say they feel extremely safe in their home environment, but only 60% say the same when they're at the office. And so there is kind of that disconnect around safety precautions when they're at home versus at work, which is really important for employers to keep in mind. You know, there's been so much talk these days about how do we get people back into the office and how do we make them want to do so? And there's been a lot of conversations around the elements of convenience and shortening commute times and those kind of things. This survey is showcasing that safety is a big component of that conversation as well. So how do we help illustrate that offices are as safe as home environments, but people feel more encouraged to return to the office? So do we want them to? I think one of the other things that we saw is just the disconnect between how much training people get if they're in an office versus if they're a remote employee, which is also a concern that we saw coming out of the study itself. In reality, we saw that remote employees were offered 13% less training than those who are hybrid or in the office. And so it seems like there's more trainings taking place for folks who are physically in a location, which might suggest more need for more virtual training, more online courses, some different elements perhaps to help make sure that all types of employees, regardless of where they work, are really getting the training that not only do they need, but also that they're craving right now. Even just the idea that more trainings are taking place in person at offices than home, part of that might be some informal trainings or more optional type trainings that take place that could just be meeting with the safety captain in your office or something along those lines to understand where do you go if a fire breaks out. And so there's different things, I think, that being in an office really helps naturally connect people and helps them get some of that training. And we need to recreate that for folks who are working remotely so that they feel that same kind of love and care from their employers. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, we've talked about safety in general during travel and for remote work. What other themes did you find? 
So what we saw when we we're looking at mental health is that it really matters a lot to employees, but kind of like what we saw with physical safety or the disconnect between that and productivity is that employers don't care quite as much about mental health as employees would like them to. And one thing that really struck me as I was looking at the data for this is there's a lot of stuff in the press and the media around how mental health is really more of a younger generation thing about how it's really folks right out of college who are maybe in their early 20s, and that's the group that really cares about this these days. What we saw in our study was that the percentage who care about mental health and say it's extremely important was actually the same, whether you were Gen Z, millennials, Gen X, or boomers. And I think this just really highlights that this is a topic that would really connect with the broader employee base overall. And it's not something that's necessarily targeted just to one age group or another. You know, that's really interesting what you say about generations. My guess is that the younger generations are just more willing to talk about it and admit that there's mental health issues and challenges that they have, whereas the Gen X, boomers, they probably experience the same things, but just culturally, they just don't talk about it. I think that's spot on. Certainly what this data helped highlight for me, which I thought was interesting, is exactly what we were speaking to. It's important to everyone. Mental health matters to everyone overall. But I think how different generations connect with it and identify it is probably a little bit different. So Gen Z is going to be more likely to be open, want to be discussing it. They expect to have resources at work. The boomer population may not want to be proactively talking about it in the same way, but it doesn't mean that mental health is not important to them. It still matters a lot. But how we translate it and how do we help showcase that we care about them and that is the key area of focus for us might look a little bit different based on how comfortable people are with talking about it based on how they grew up and when they grew up overall. I think that ties in well, though, with some other stats we saw was that only about a third of employees think that they can have an open dialogue about mental health at work these days. And so certainly they don't feel as comfortable talking about it as they would like to. We also saw that only a third think for employer makes an active effort to support mental health right now. So there's opportunities certainly for organizations just to more proactively talk about it, engage with employees, let them know that there are resources available so that they can have those conversations should they want to. But I think one thing that jumped out as well is that half of employees are concerned about a mental health incident or emergency happening at work. So it certainly is a topic of concern for folks and they want to make sure that they can have those dialogues and that an employer will act with compassion and care should anything arise. You know, a word I've noticed you using before when we've talked previously and today is opportunity. Organizations have an opportunity to help their employees feel safer. What do you mean by that exactly? I mean, obviously, they should help their employees feel safer, but you talk about it like it's more of an investment. You know, there's a lot going on right now with the current economic environment overall. And what we've seen is that with all those dialogues happening about people critically evaluating their business priorities, there's maybe been a little bit less focus on safety these days and how much they're talking about it. But this also really matters from a business perspective because we know safety is so important to employees. And we have seen in the data itself that it can actually help keeping people within the business. So if we're worried about losing employee engagement or negatively impacting retention, Addressing safety more proactively is a good investment for us to make sure that we're keeping the top tier talent available and at our fingertips. What we saw is that about half of respondents said that they'd be more motivated to stay with their current employer for the long term if that employer could show they genuinely cared about the safety employees. And certainly there's a lot that organizations can start to do to make that happen. It feels almost like a relatively low bar to hit. Like, how do we make sure that our employees know that we care about safety? 
But what our data is showing us is that we're not doing a good enough job as employers out there to really make sure that employees know about how important this is for us as well. Yeah, to me, it's a no-brainer from a cost-benefit analysis. If someone doesn't feel safe, ultimately, they're going to leave the organization. And the opportunity cost and even hard costs associated with getting new people on board and the time it takes, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. For sure. Let's make sure we're retaining our top-tier talent. Let's make sure that we're keeping our loyal employees who want to stay with us. Again, going back to the basics around safety, and like we need to make sure that we're communicating that and expressing that correct with our employee base. We know we've got folks who want to stay here, who love working here. Let's make sure that we're giving them all the more reason to stay with us versus trying to find something else in the marketplace. And you talked about this next thing I'm going to ask a little bit earlier, but what specifically did you learn about the state of safety training today? Yeah, we generally heard that folks are looking for more ways to get access to training, to be a part of training, and see it overall. And I think that's a really great sign, certainly, for employers these days, knowing that employees are more actively seeking and desiring to get trained on all these safety measures. Overall, we saw that 42% believe that safety training makes them feel more prepared for potential emergencies. And we know that they're concerned about things like severe weather or global health emergencies. So how do we make sure that people know more about what to do should those moments arise? And so it feels like there's a real opportunity here to find more ways to make it interactive, to make it more bite-sized, be more pointed and spread out across the year. So it feels like it's happening on a more regular basis, even if the time itself is not a greater time investment than that one training throughout the year. But it will help showcase that employers really do care about the employees by showcasing it on a more active and regular training schedule. Well, as you think about the survey that you did, what did you personally find the most surprising about the results that you came across? When I'm looking at data like this, I'm always looking for things that are similar and different. And I think generally we often talk about things that are different as standing out, but I like to look at what's looking the same. And I think what stood out the same for me is kind of going back to that mental health stat I was talking before about generations all being pretty similar, is that across a lot of these different safety metrics, whether we're looking at age, gender, what industry they work in, what their job level is, or how long they've been at a company, we saw a lot of the same kind of answers about how important safety was to them, about what they're looking for from organizations. And I think overall what that highlights to me is just how imperative and necessary all these different elements are for folks. There certainly are some areas where there's a little difference here or there that kind of highlights a unique need or opportunity. But overall, the request is pretty clear from employees. We care about training. We want to see it. And we saw that so consistently across different groups that it really stood out to me overall. Well, to wrap up, how do you think the findings from this report can help our listeners better protect their people? I think what this report ultimately shows is that employees are eager for more information, for better communication, for more trainings overall, and are really looking for their employers to help guide them about what they can do. And so hopefully organizations can take a lot of the stats from the study to help make the case for how often they do training, about what types of trainings to consider, about what topics to focus in on, and really help guide their own measures and their own next steps around their best safety training initiatives. But there's also a need for employers to really showcase how much they care about this themselves by getting surveys out there to understand what matters to their teams, what would be most impactful, what do they want to hear about, so they can really start to prioritize the key topics to make sure it resonates really well. Um, but hopefully everyone gets a chance to dive deeper into the full report and see all the data we have to share. I think there's a lot of great and interesting facts that can hopefully help guide everyone as we think about their right next steps. Yeah, I think it's going to be hugely valuable. I always say when you're in 
the safety and security profession, you can tug at the heartstrings of your executives when you share anecdotal stories of emergencies, but you don't necessarily tug on the purse strings. To do that, you have to provide empirical evidence, and that's precisely what this study does. Exactly. And hopefully having 2,000 voices to help guide a lot of the stats here will help provide some of those benchmarks that organizations do need to make some of those, those calls. Well, Matt, thanks for being on the show today. It's fascinating to hear the voice of the employees, and you did a great job making this research easy to understand. Thanks so much. I appreciate the time today. If you want to read the full 2023 Employee Safety Report, check the links in the show notes. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on Alert Media's website or wherever you get your podcasts. We would also appreciate you giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Have a safe week, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Employee Safety Podcast from Alert Media, the industry's most intuitive emergency communication and threat intelligence solution. To learn more about how to protect your people and business during critical events, visit alertmedia.com. Until next time.